0: yeah yeah so what i'll do is i'll throw out songs that got points but didn't make the top 10 uh, So songs that we chose that just didn't so have a list not half
1: <laughs> i had two lists i had the one i sent you and yeah. i had one that would never get any votes
2: It's a special episode of the Greatest Lists podcast. In this episode, we're counting down the top 10 songs from 2022 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductee, Duran Duran.
0: Welcome back to Greatest Lists, a music and talk podcast featuring lists of the greatest songs of all time. I'm Jason, one of your hosts. Of course, I'm always joined by my co-host, Eric. Howdy, howdy. Good to have you here. And we are doing our first bonus episode. This is yes. great. Yeah. And we have guests. Uh, I'm That's even greater. Pleased <laughs> to bring in uh, our pals from the Retro Network. We've got uh, Karen. Hi. Hey, Karen. And we've also got old school Tim. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> is that they Tim or is
1: that, or is that a rerun from rerun. Yeah. What's yeah. Happening? Or Dwayne from What's <laughs> Happening.
0: Yeah. Uh, we are glad you guys are here. Uh, gave them an invite or actually put out an invite to uh, our podcast channel over there on Slack for the Retro Network and uh, said, hey, we're going to be doing some bonus shows over here for Greatest Lists if you want to join us. And uh, these two chimed in on today's featured artist. I just It kind of came to me and I was like, well, we've got the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame that, that the inductees were just announced that's coming up at the end of the year why not highlight some artists that are going in and we can count down their top 10 songs of all time we'll do it yeah. in a fun way so uh this is the first this is the the guinea pig run of uh, the the bonus <laughs> the, shows
1: the guinea pig
0: run can you picture that in your brain yeah. uh, <laughs> anyway glad you guys are here and uh, we picked Duran Duran to ah, kick things off.
1: The best for first.
0: <laughs> uh, I know Tim uh, is obviously a huge into the '80s, and uh, Karen also a music lover and listener of the show. Both of you guys. So, uh, why did you guys want to get in on Duran Duran, Karen?
2: Um. Well, it was one of the first one of the first videos I remember seeing on MTV was one of their videos.
0: Okay. Wow.
2: I was probably
0: hungry like the wolf, I would guess. What? Or Rio.
2: Yeah, it's it's kinda of weird because they kind of they kind of merge in my mind for some reason. <laughs> and there are two others that came out later that I also associate together for some reason.
0: Okay. So. Interesting. What about you, Tim?
3: Well, I just I I see Duran Duran as one of the definitive bands of the 80s. Yeah, um, That special like, you know, second British Invasion sound that came over and I remember as a kid hearing it and just like it it just resonated with me at that time and you know, I became a fan of theirs then and uh they're a band that I can still listen to that music now and it's still I I just enjoy it as much now as I did probably sure. when
0: I heard it back then. You're definitely not alone, let me tell you, because uh, there's a reason that Duran Duran's going in the Hall of Fame. That's I don't know when they first became eligible, if they've been up before, but it, it seems like they should have been in the the Hall of Fame long ago. Uh, 15 studio albums, over 100 million albums sold worldwide, and they had singles hold the number one position in 10 different countries. So they are a worldwide band. They too shabby. Had- Eight top tens in the US, 13 top tens in the UK, two Grammys, two Brit Awards, and a Lifetime Achievement Award from the MTV VMAs for their music videos. So, Man. very influential, very uh, commercially successful, and still throves and throes of fans to this day. And are they, did they announce a new tour or? Yeah. W- okay yeah it
1: starts uh, i think it starts next month and it's going through i think september october i'm actually going to see them in chicago in august
0: oh nice okay yeah. so i was thinking well Andy is coming back just for just the for the ceremony. hall of fame induction okay yeah. okay yeah he's,
1: he's not going on tour with them
0: which well that's i would
1: kind of i strange. would love that part too but <laughs> at least we'll get to see them perform you know on stage all you know the, the original unit uh when yeah. they get inducted so
2: that's and cool. I think
3: a lot of their success came from the timing of MTV with yes. them and that's I why they, they yeah. won that award and everything. But when you listen to them, they are actually really great musicians and yeah. have uh, they're not just the look and not just the fluff of, of right. that. Yeah. They are a good band and uh, a lot of people uh, probably discredit them a little bit just because of the MTV effect of it but i don't think that's warranted at all
1: right at the beginning of the pandemic uh their bass player john taylor he started doing uh, instagram videos where he would just basically more or less teach you the bass lines for certain songs of you know certain oh. duran duran songs and cool. he's, he's phenomenal i mean mm-hmm. you don't you don't he doesn't get mentioned with a lot of uh musicians from the 80s but that dude is phenomenal and uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I think you're right, Tim. I think they, they got overshadowed by their looks on MTV and mm-hmm. and you know being the heartthrobs. That
3: didn't didn't hurt their their situation oh, at all. No, not at all. <laughs> they shouldn't be just like you know written off as you know right exactly somebody who just was successful because of that. My yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. I read the I read the um, thirty three and a third book. I don't know if y'all know what those are. It's a they're little books that are cover a, a certain album. Mm-hmm. And I read the book oh. for for the making of Rio and it kind of goes into their back into their history before they recorded Rio. And, uh, they were, I mean, you know, you, you, you think that MTV made them the way that they were as far as, you know, flashy and, you know, and, 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 and just, you know, heartthrobs? but they were like that before they were ever on, on, you know, on our television screens. Mm-hmm. So.
0: Yeah. Speaking of Rio 40th anniversary last month. Yeah. If you can believe that. <laughs> And it's still uh, a good album.
1: I mean, it's still, oh, it's there's, great. There's plenty yeah. of 40 year old albums that don't stand up, but that one, <laughs> that one stands up well.
0: No doubt. I uh, spun it a couple times this week and uh, just going back through their catalog in preparation for the show and the, especially the bass I noticed. And mm-hmm. you're right. He's incredible. Uh, listening to hungry, like the wolf and just kind of paying attention to the bass line, And that is incredible. so you you hear it they're so pop that it's almost like tim said it's a it's a they get put aside because their looks and they're pretty and they have these awesome music videos but they are really great yeah yeah
1: and nick rose the keyboard player he was i mean he doesn't get any credit for but he was years ahead of other people as far as using synthesizers and samples and and Mm -hmm. you know and the like he was doing that on on rio when other people were just starting to use synthesizers, he was he was he was going beyond what they were doing. So yeah, they I mean they they're they're a talented group. Not just and not just you know '80s mm-hmm.
0: heartthrobs. Had you seen them before in concert, Eric?
1: No, I, this is I've wanted to since I was 15 and saw uh, the video for the Reflex the first time. And mm-hmm. it, you know it's a it's a live shot, and um, right. I just I I just you know that's been one of my concert dreams is to see Duran Duran I've just never had a chance I've never been close and I've never had the, you know just never had the two paths cross and I actually told my wife uh the beginning of the year that if Duran Duran ever goes on tour um you, you can just bank on that. we're gonna get we're gonna tra- <laughs> we're gonna travel somewhere and go see them because I saw them because they were at, uh they were on uh Austin city limits and I just I said if they ever go on tour again we're going to, we're going somewhere to see them and then like a I don't know a couple of weeks later they announced the tour and I was like, well, I guess we're going to Chicago
2: <laughs> They performed the other night for the queen. Um, yeah. At the, at the,
1: um, at the party. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I watched that last night. Oh
1: yeah. Was <laughs> it good?
2: It was. Yeah.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, uh, let's go ahead and just uh, tell people how we ranked our list. Basically we all turned in our own personal top 10 and I gave uh our first choice 10 points and worked our way down so the 10th choice in the list only gets one point and then i combined them all together and whoever had the most points is going to be our number one song and we're going to count backwards tonight uh they turned the list into me so they don't know what songs are going to be on the top 10 (laughs) so this is going to be really fun to do a little reveal here But uh, let's go ahead and start off with the songs that got some points but didn't make the top 10. So uh, here's a song uh, that Eric picked. Was your uh, number 10 pick in your list, Skin Trade.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Got one point there. One whole point. (laughs) Yeah. Nice. (laughs) That was from uh, which album is Skin Trade? Uh, That's
1: on... um... Is it on that's Notorious? one of the newer ones. No, that's one. Of, that's it's an older one, actually. Oh, okay. Uh, I believe it's on Notorious. I want to think. I want to see. It say. is. It is. I okay, I'm not. looking yeah. at it now.
0: Yeah. 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 yeah it was a uh, made it to number 22. So yeah. Uh, just not didn't quite make uh our top 10. Uh Speaking of Notorious, that's uh got four points. It was voted on by Karen and uh Tim. That was a number 10 pick. I think for Karen and number eight for Tim. Only got four points though. L- left it out of our list, Eric. Uh, <laughs> so that one did not quite make the cut. Uh getting five points. I don't want your love. That oh. one uh I put at number 10 for me and let's see, Tim had it. No, number seven. Yeah. I really like that one. That one I think is off the which uh it's one from the nineties, I think. Um yeah, it's off big thing. Actually it's uh yeah, it from 1988. 88. 88, yeah. Uh just like the keyboard and it sounds a little bit different than uh some of their early stuff and like that track. Um next up is uh All She Wants Is got six points and that was all Eric. That was your number five pick. That was all me, huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
1: that's a that's a good album. Nobody ever listens to it, but that's a good album. Big thing.
0: Mm-hmm. And just outside our top ten was Wild Boys. Are you and serious? That was only you, Eric. You put oh that one God. at number. What did I three. say?
1: What did I say? That half my list
0: isn't gonna make the at list. At number three, nobody else put that in their top Seriously? ten. Seriously?
1: Oh my gosh.
0: It's okay, song. I just there's so many more ahead of it that I enjoy oh, oh, so um
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, that, Wild was, such Boys a big, that was such a
1: big hit on on mtv i mean the just the the, the whole video aspect of it was such a big hit i mean Simon of the course died yeah. in that video i mean yeah that's that's crazy that i was the only one that, that, that voted for it
3: i think for me it, if i if we did this list back in maybe in 1990 versus now i would have had a different order and different songs and that song probably would have been higher for me but just over time that one's kind of dropped down a little bit for me mm, as far as interesting but uh, i in general you know i like some of their album cuts but the songs that really stick with me too are the the bigger hits and things but that's one of the big hits that that doesn't
0: resonate as well for me now as it did back then
1: interesting
0: that was uh It actually went to number two in the U.S. Mm -hmm. and the U.K. I mean, it was a huge hit. It
1: was huge.
0: Yeah. So didn't quite make it. All right. So are we ready to count down our top 10 Duran Duran songs? Here we go.
1: Number 10.
0: Voted by Eric as his number two song and got no votes by anybody else. (laughs) Nine points. Oh, my gosh. Reach up for the sunrise.
1: Uh, That doesn't surprise me that's that's off of, that's off of a 2005 album called astronaut i, I mean yes. that, doesn't, that doesn't the fact that nobody else voted for that doesn't surprise me at all so
3: makes me want to listen to it now i don't it's
1: even
0: not familiar with that song
1: they do it a lot they do it a lot in concert um
0: okay yeah it was a number five hit in the uk but yeah. barely cracked the 100. yeah the it was that was at that point they were they weren't really charting in the in the states
2: so. that's right number nine
0: All right, coming in at number nine, uh, this one was voted on by three people. I voted it as number six on my list. Karen was number nine, and Tim was number six for a total of 12 points. Overall, New Moon on Monday. Mm. Ooh, ooh, I got a hmm out of Eric. (laughs) I heard that. He did not put it in his list.
1: Let me get this straight. New Moon on Monday made it, but not Wild Boys? What's it all about? (laughs) <laughs> that's so I mean, actually a, that's actually another great video
0: yeah th- yes it is yeah well it's it's gonna be hard to say <laughs> which one's better i mean there's so many
1: well but that one that one actually has an extended video it's like it has a whole like storyline to it it's a it's a i, rem- I remember mm-hmm. that day being on mtv that's a that's a great song and a great video
3: yeah i remember seven and the ragged tiger is when like i I knew of duran duran before yeah. that and kind of saw some of their videos and stuff but when seven and ragged Tiger" came out i bought that and listened yeah. to that for like a year straight yeah so, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, the songs on that album are,
1: are it's a really good
3: I've album too. Yeah. yeah
0: yeah four top tens actually i'm sorry three three songs off of seven and the ragged tiger was in the top 10 and new moon and monday was a number 10 song Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I do like that album. I probably would put Rio as my number one, and that one would probably be like right behind it for me if we were ranking albums. But we're not ranking albums. We're ranking singles.
2: (laughs) Number eight.
0: Now, this uh, was voted on by three out of the four of us. Eric put it at number seven. I put it at number seven. Karen, all the way to number four, total of 15 points overall. Come Undone. Oh yeah, from the uh, what we what most fans call the wedding album,
1: the wedding album,
0: the self-titled album from uh, '93, I believe. Come Undone was the second single, you know, after Ordinary World. And I don't know, I just like the vibe of it. You had that. I can't remember. Was she supposed to be a mermaid in the tank? You know, in the music video that's (laughs) doing the the girl, the the girl vocal. You know, and she's kind of floating around in the tank. Yeah. Why did you um, rank it so high there, Karen?
2: It, the feel it, it, it's very it, it's a very relaxing song. If I'm kind of rattled about, like if a patient calls and they're really upset or something like that, I can put that song on and it kind of it, it, it kind of mellows you out. Down mellows yeah. me out.
0: Yeah, that was a number seven uh, song. Um, I remember. Well, we'll get into the uh, into Ordinary World a little bit later, and mm-hmm. I'll talk a little about that. But um, I did like that enough to – I was like, yeah, I got to sneak it in here and uh, kind of at the bottom of the list, but I like the the flow of it and just the feel of Come Undone.
2: Number seven.
0: All right, coming in at number seven on the list, our first song where everybody uh, voted for it. was on everybody's list. Nice. Eric. Eric put it at number nine. I had it at number nine. Karen had it at number eight. And Tim, this was his number one song. Oh, my. Save a Prayer. Uh, Yeah. I mean, it's a really good song. Talk to us, Tim. So,
3: I'm a sucker for ballads in general. and. (laughs) This is one that I mentioned earlier. It definitely has risen up my list from now compared to then. I liked it back then, but over time it's really moved up my list. And I just, it. I like everything about it. You know, they kind of redid the song and re-released it in the U.S. Mm-hmm. much later, kind of after Seven of the Ragged Tiger. And um, I for whatever reason, it's just, it that the whole song just the vibe of it everything like that I just have liked it and it I guess I'd like it more and more as I get older so as I uh as I did this list and I I found myself moving that one up regularly I just said okay it's it's number one as of today as I told Jason too <laughs> I did this list tomorrow it might be a whole different order <laughs> it was that was my list order on that day I did it and
0: save a prayer was my number one wow it's a good song i like it i like just the all the the keyboard and puts a little bit more emotion into the song too as Mm -hmm. simon is singing so it it is a fun song I, i do enjoy it
2: number six
0: all right coming in at number six Uh, And the rest of these, except for, actually, there's a couple that uh, did not get votes from a certain person that will go unnamed until we get there. Uh, (laughs) Number six uh, was voted on by everybody. Uh, Eric had it at number eight. I had it at number three. Karen had it at number three. And Tim just cracked his top ten at number ten. Twenty overall points. Ordinary World. Mm -hmm. Now, I I will tell you this. (laughs) So uh, about the time that this album came out, I was chasing a girl, and uh, <laughs> we we were actually at different schools, and we had mutual friends, and uh, s- notes would get passed. We would send notes through friends to to each other, and then you know talk on the phone. This is back before you know the internet, people. And uh, <laughs> I remember she loved. Duran Duran and love that uh, ordinary world when it came out so I would uh, call up the local radio station on a regular basis and request the song and dedicate it to her
1: wow that's dedication uh, right there
0: so uh, yeah I got a let's see we went to junior prom together uh, junior year nice. and that was so that it, it worked out that much at least. Uh, nice. <laughs> but that was all. Nice. That was where that ended. So for me, for me Duran
3: Duran is all about the '80s. So I had a hard time both with Ordinary World and Come Undone making my top ten. But I ended up putting Ordinary World at at ten, like you said. Mm-hmm. It just to me it was almost like a whole different sound, a whole different time for them and. a great song and i felt like okay i'm gonna at least include it but there was one point where i'm just like nope i'm going straight 80s on this list but that one that one i snuck on there and that probably knocked the wild boys off
0: my list gee thanks (laughs) karen what was it about uh ordinary world that you had it so high on your list
2: well it's kind of like what i said before with the hungry like the wolf in rio where i saw Ordinary World and come undone kind of as a kind of as a package. They they used to do this thing at the end of the school year, where they would have like a little slideshow, and they would play popular songs from the year over the slideshow. And I remember Ordinary World being in the slideshow. Oh, gotcha,
0: gotcha. Yeah, I do like the just the guitar riff. It gets stuck in your head, you know, Mm -hmm. and it happens throughout the whole song and. I don't know. It it, they did kind of reinvent themselves with that in their sound, and they almost—I mean, if they could have uh, pulled another couple top ten hits on on more songs, they could have been more like along the lines of U two because U two has really, you know, changed their style, their music, everything, still having touches of their roots in there. But uh, I, I think you're right, Tim. Whereas They were so popular in the 80s and had such a distinct sound. It's very hard to keep going as the the music trends change as well. Mm -hmm. And they, they, I think, caught lightning in a bottle here and just couldn't do it again, you know.
2: Number five.
0: All right, we are up to the top five. Uh, This song was pretty highly ranked, except for uh, my co-host who left it out of his list. Uh, I ranked it at number five. Karen was number six. Tim was all the way to number two with this one. Wow. And it it tied with Ordinary World, but I gave it just a notch higher because Tim ranked it at number two. Um, Is there something I should know?
3: This was a standalone single for them that kind of came out uh, right before Seven and the Ragged Tiger, kind of capitalizing on the popularity of Rio before, I guess it, Mm -hmm. it... was potentially supposed to be on that album and and did, didn't make it for whatever reason. But for me, I just I just love this song. To me it's it's my favorite typical Duran song. <laughs> like I said, I had Save a Prayer number one, but to me, is there something I should know would be probably my number one normal that drum beat at the start is great. Mm-hmm. And just that please please tell me now that whole thing. I don't know for me
0: it's it's just my favorite yeah it's got kind of the same feel i think as like the reflex mm-hmm. uh but mm-hmm. it does have that distinctive sound and just the, the his uh, simon LeBond's vocals i love in this song too yeah. so eric why did you leave it off what was what was up with that
1: um I- i don't i mean i don't think there was any real reason why i left it off i just there's this i mean i could have i could have done a top 20. that's you know there's just uh-huh. so many songs that i love so i just kind of got lost in the mix i guess it's a great song it's every video of i've seen of them in concert they start the show with this song mm-hmm. um that, you know that's how that, that drum beats how they start yeah, the show I love that drum beat. yeah um mm-hmm. so i don't i mean i don't know why i don't, I don't have a specific reason why okay. I, You know. Okay. Um, I do love the story of the song though that uh, keyboard player Nick Rhodes had helped Kajagoogoo uh, produce their first song, and that song that he helped them write that first song of uh, uh, too, shy. "Too Shy." Yeah, mm-hmm. "Too Shy," and uh, it went to you know, it was a top five song, and at that point Duran Duran hadn't had a top five song yet so the band was a little mad at him for doing that <laughs> and so he popped out is there something i should know and that, and that's nice. that if, if i remember right that's why it's a sing it's, it's a standalone song is because they were they were just kind of uh putting out a song because nick had done that with another band so it's a great song though i, I mean i love it i just it just kind of got lost in the mix of of all the songs that i that i like mm.
0: Yeah, I always kind of group it around thinking it's on that album. But yeah, it's kind of weird that they just released a single. It, yeah, it's a, it's more modern if you think about it. The way people drop singles now uh, on yeah, exactly. Twitter or wherever, you know, and mm-hmm. there's no album or anything. Is here? Check out my new single. Yeah. yeah,
2: number four.
0: All right, we're in the uh, home stretch here. Number four. Ooh, yeah. Okay, everybody. <laughs> Voted on this one. Eric had it at number four. I had the highest rank. It was number two on my list. Karen was number seven. Number nine for Tim. A total of 22 points overall. A View to a Kill. A View to a Kill was the first James Bond movie I ever watched. And it was on HBO at a friend's house. Yeah. And uh, just, just loved James Bond from that point on and uh you know watching marathons on cable back in the day uh Mm -hmm. just totally usurped me into that spy world and that song just took me back there every time i heard it and i loved the song um i probably could have put it at number one but it was it was close there it was very close Is it that
3: connection to James Bond that makes you feel that strongly about it, too?
0: Yeah, I think so. I mean, it's just kind of like our our soundtrack list that we're going through. A lot of those songs are so closely tied to those movies that you kind of get that same vibe as you're just watching the movie, you know? So, yeah, that's why I put it so high.
2: Number three.
0: All right, coming in at number three. Eric had it at number six on his list. I had it at number eight. Karen, number two for her and number five for Tim. A total of 23 points. Our number three song is Rio. Nice. Uh, I, it's, <laughs> the crowd it's, goes <laughs> silent. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. okay, yeah, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> I like the video probably more than I do the song. Just for... I don't know. I the uh, the song's okay to me. Uh, I, I don't hate it or anything, but there's so many more that I just uh, would rather listen to. Uh, what about you guys? I think Karen. What did I say? You had it at number two.
2: Yeah. Um, like like I said before, it 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 kind of pairs with "Hungry Like the Wolf," and it's kind of like um one of the one of the first videos that I saw on MTV. Um, when I first kind of got old enough to watch MTV, mm-hmm. we used to go over to, um, in, in the article about um, the show, when, when, when we were stuck at Showbiz Pizza, and we went to somebody's house to watch the, the Christmas specials that were on, uh-huh. um, the, the couple in that house, their older daughter was a big Duran Duran fan, and she had uh, their posters all over her room. So a lot of my association with Duran Duran came from her.
3: I like the song like, because of the connection I have with that time too. It's To me, it's like a, a representative of you know, that early 80s. But to me, if there's one song that I feel maybe got overplayed or still kind of gets overplayed as far as the Duran Duran catalog, I would say that's probably the one that, even though it might be as recognized by everybody as any other song, to me, it's a little bit overplayed, and I like a couple other their songs a little bit better. But it's definitely, to me, an iconic song of the decade. And mm-hmm.
2: another thing, another thing about it that I might have—I I, that that might have caught in my ear was that um, Jim's boyfriend on uh, the the Jim cartoon <laughs> was named Rio, and for some reason. <laughs>
1: A little, I thought the song was about
2: him. <laughs> that's
1: hilarious. <laughs> nice,
0: that's
3: great. I had it on my list of songs, uh, with girls' names in the title because even though I don't know any girls named Rio, the, the lyrics of the song make it sound like that's a woman's name, obviously. Yeah. So, uh in this case, it it fit that title, but yeah, it's uh, definitely some of their songs. When you the lyrics are a little uh, hard to follow, not just this one, but <laughs> if you read a lot of their lyrics, it's, some of them sound better than they make
0: sense. <laughs> <laughs> Try not to dance into a fire anytime soon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> number two. All right, we are up to our number two song. <sighs> Eric, we got to talk. Left it off his list. It was number one for me, number one for Karen, and number four <laughs> for I Tim. Know what it is? Hungry like the wolf. You know. You left it off your list. Yeah. Oh my gosh.
1: <laughs> yeah. I feel about I feel about hungry like the wolf the way you feel about Rio. Oh, just, it's just overplayed. It's you think? Kinda, yeah, just kind of overplayed. I, I mean um it, it, it's a good song like you said for Rio, it's a great song i just feel like it it's, it's just it, it's overplayed some and um there's several other songs on that album that i like that i that i, I would probably put over that one but i mean that's just me
3: yeah, this song has one of my favorite all-time song lyrics the, what is it when he says I smell like I sound. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, but I've always <laughs> thought that is like
1: that's awesome. How do you smell, do you smell like, like I you sound?
3: sound? But I, like I love lyric. that lyric for some reason. That's like one of my favorite lyrics. My
1: smell like I sound. I'm lost and I'm found.
2: Yeah, I'm lost huh? and I found. <laughs> that's
1: like funny. That is hilarious.
3: I <laughs> love that lyric. So, and it the doo doots. Yes. Yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I was just outside uh, washing our car, so I probably smell like I sound. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, well, you—you probably sound sound, better than sound you like smell. I smell. Yeah, Good. sound like so, I smell.
1: What did everybody rank this song? I mean,
0: Karen and I were number one, and Tim was number four. Really? I'll, I'll tell you why I put it number one. Is yes, it is overplayed, but I never get tired of it. Oh, uh, yeah, There's so that. many elements. There's like i said the the baseline just listening to that specifically this time around when uh i was going through a lot of their songs this week i was like wow i mean the song is incredible and it kind of gets pushed to the side you know the the video was kind of cheesy you know they're running around the jungle and stuff but uh i I love the song and they could play it you know on a 24-hour loop and i probably wouldn't get tired of it
1: that's interesting that's how that's how i feel about the wild boys I can okay. listen to that nonstop. It's just there's a couple of lyrics in that song that I, I'm the, the same way as Tim that that, that <laughs> just evoke this picture in my mind that just it paint it got painted when I was a kid and I just I just love it so so yeah I mean it's a great it's a good song I just I just uh, didn't put it on there.
0: Karen, why did you put it at number one?
2: Well, I went back and forth with it in Rio, and eventually. I, I, I like songs that that if 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 they come on while I'm working, they kind of help me work a little faster. <laughs> you know, if I'm listening to "Hungry Like the Wolf," I'm typing. You know, or I'm filing. I'm like do do do, <laughs> and yeah, <laughs> while I'm filing, I'm like, okay, well, this is this is this is happy.
0: <laughs> no, I it's my all time favorite Duran Duran for sure.
2: Nice. Number,
0: number one. All right, we've reached the top. Our number one Duran Duran song, ranked number one by Eric, number four by me, number five by Karen, number three by Tim. Thirty-one points total. The Reflex. Yes. Love All right. So, song. why are you putting it at number one?
1: Well, like I said, it was it's the video that made me want to see them in concert um you know if you watch the video it's a, it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a live shot but it's just i don't know there's just something about the the song and the video together that i just i just love i can listen to it at, anytime if like if i hear it on 80s on 8 on xm i will like if i'm getting ready to get up and walk out of the room i'll sit back down and listen to it uh-huh. just because i love the song that much it's what it's what it's 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 just what made me a huge Duran Duran fan and uh I even spent time um trying to find trying to put together an outfit like Simon LeBond wears in the video um, <laughs> that's that's just how in love with the song and the and the and the video I was so um it, I'll, I will probably squeal like a little girl if they play it when I see them in Chicago Just oh, because.
0: Play
3: it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, I'm I think sure it's another crazy. one where the the drums and the percussions really they have yeah. that, that mm-hmm. steel drum in there and just the percussions in general. It's just like it and, just oh man. And quite honestly,
1: if you, I mean, the what you hear on the video is the it's the remix of it. Um, yeah, Nile Ro- now Rogers. Rogers did yeah. a remix of it. If you listen to the album version, it's not. I mean, it's good, but it's not near as good as the remix. And so, I mean, that right there, really, I mean probably changed the face of that song completely
3: that was went, at the yeah. same time now rogers was working with david bowie on *Let's yeah. dance and that and he did mm. this remix for yep. the reflex which he's just worked some magic on that i think he came yeah. back and worked with Duran Duran a little bit later and yeah. some other stuff as well and, yeah
1: in uh, fact he's on tour he's on tour with them uh when right now his him and him nice. and his band Sheik are on tour with them so cool.
2: yeah they were they were with them at um, the party at the palace
1: yeah yeah it's just a great song
2: Yeah.
0: Is that video where they've got like the lights and kind of stuff going into the crowd from yeah. the stage? And, yeah. Okay. The, I'm, water, it's back. the, water, the water washes water.
1: out into, the, into yeah. the
0: crowd. Yeah. Yeah. That's, it's an awesome video.
1: And if you just, I mean, and this is kind of, this is kind of cheesy and kind of dumb, but if you watch the crowd, they're just, they're just, they're dancing and they're having fun. And that just really, I just, I don't know what about that appealed to me when I was a 15 year old kid, but I was like, man, they're having the time of their lives. And uh, it just made me want to go to a concert, so I've tried for 37 years to get to a concert, (laughs) and here I am.
0: Well, I think it was probably their most successful song worldwide. Just looking at the stats here, it was a gold record here in the US. It was a platinum record in Canada. That was the only song that ever went platinum for them in Canada. Number one in the U.S., the U.K., yeah, just across the board, it's a top five song. So between that and even A View to a Kill was uh number one in three countries, probably their second as far as uh, charting goes. But overall sales and just, um, yeah, very, very iconic yeah. for the 80s. So I don't have a problem with that sneaking in at number one over mm-hmm. – Hungry like the wolf. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, if you just think of those songs that we ranked near the top, and those were all released like within you know
0: several years, you know, of each a other. couple years, three years of each other. That, of that, each was other the, yeah. that
1: was the that was the pinnacle of of, of the eighties, right there. I mean, you know, MTV had just exploded; everything was was being played on MTV, and and Duran Duran just happened. They even say in that book that I read, the the making Rio that they just they hit at the right time mm-hmm. um, i mean they rio released and,
3: rio in 82 but it didn't really hit in the u.s till really almost to the 83 and right then they had and and the Ragged tiger came out right away and then they did the arena album
1: well if you they think they about it between album. between rio and seven and the ragged tiger they put out that uh please you know tell me now and um uh, Yep. or is, is there something I should know sorry yep, right. and so they'd never left the they never left the public eye as far yeah, as you go
3: as... from like especially in the U.S. from like early 83 through at least mm. a view to the kill in 85 they yeah. they were just dominating the airwaves yeah. on both MTV and the radio yeah
1: so it was just a, they were just they were just in the right place at the right time with all that stuff
0: incredible run yeah, yeah. I mean. Uh, Hungry Like the Wolf actually charted in 82. It was a number three song, and I'm just going to go through the U.S. After that was Rio 14 on the charts. Is there something I should know? Number four, Union of the Snake, number three, New Moon on Monday, number 10, Reflex, number one, Wild Boys, number two, Save a Prayer, 16, View to a Kill, one, and Notorious, two. I yeah. mean, that's an incredible run over yeah. the course of just three years. Yeah. Yeah. So very commercially successful. And then of course, you know, the the touring and, and everything and, and MTV mm-hmm. being so high.
1: And in there what they broke out, they broke out into two different bands for, yeah,
0: for, you got Power, for Station, Power Station and Arcadia. And Arcadia. Yeah. yeah. Incredible. Yeah. And, incredible. and then they came back
1: together and played and played uh
0: live uh uh live aid. That's so, that's incredible. Yeah. All right guys. Well, that's our uh, top 10 Duran Duran songs for the greatest lists. Uh, thank you guys for joining us. We're glad to have some guests on the show. Yeah, I do great. I enjoy talking to Eric, but it's always good to <laughs> we get talk tired to our of each other a lot. So. Yeah.
3: <laughs> so it's thanks good for to being get a here. broad range to build that top 10 too. Yeah. People yeah. to better yeah. range, right? I,
1: I, I have to say I'm 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 a little shocked at the top at, at our top 10. Not not a bad way. It's just I'm just a little shocked at what at what panned out. So it's good.
0: Very good. A very good variety in there, I yeah. think. Whoa. Sorry about that. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, thanks, Tim, for coming along. Uh, Tim is at OldSchool80s on Twitter. If you want to find him, I'll put a link in our show notes as well. And uh, Karen at Karen Bridget uh, 8. No, at Karen Flieger 8 yeah. on Twitter. Yes. We'll uh, put a link to her in the show notes as well. And you can find... Uh, a lot of their work over on the theretronetwork.com. Karen is doing Toys of the Week right now, which is great. And Tim has put a, together a, a ton of articles on the 80s song playlists and uh, looked back at a bunch of commercials and everything. So make sure you're following them and uh, following their work over on the Retro Network. And uh, Eric and I will be back into the top 50 1980s movie soundtrack songs next time. Yep. Looking forward to that. Looking forward to getting through that list. But we're going to hit some more Hall of Fame inductees along the way, too. And some bon- these, some more of these bonus episodes. So, yes. ho- hope everybody will join us for those. And uh, we'll see you in our next episode. You've been
2: listening to The Greatest Lists.